put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I, I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. This is organized crime. It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to find. Now, if you're a person who invests their money, it's pretty safe to say that over the years, you've probably invested in a variety of stocks or mutual funds. So if that's the case, then you already know that they can get quite volatile at times. But with inflation running at its highest rate in 40 years, you got to ask yourself, do you really want volatility and uncertainty? Because being able to sleep at night knowing that your investment isn't about to crash and burn is worth its weight in gold. And speaking of gold, if you've been jumping from one investment to the next, then a gold IRA with Noble Gold might be just what you're looking for. Because a reliable investment against inflation just fell in our laps. And that is gold. You shield your gains from taxes. You keep the real value of your wealth. You own a global asset. It's something tangible. And you can help protect your wealth against an economic crash. So what's not to like? And this month, for every IRA above 20K, you'll get this incredible 3-ounce solid silver American Virtue coin completely free as a thank you just for signing up. Call Noble Gold today at 877-646-5347 or you can find out more by visiting the link below at noblegoldinvestments.com. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. I hope you're having a lovely day. I was able to get a chance to watch 2000 Mules over the weekend in anticipation of doing this review for you guys, but also before Dinesh comes back on the show for the interview where we talk about it. And I have to say, it is probably one of the most important pieces of American filmmaking in uh, recent memory, certainly in the 21st century, if not the 20th. I suggest that every single person here goes out, purchases the movie, watches it, and uh, shares the information with as many people as you possibly can. Because right now, social media companies are so freaked out about what is in this documentary that they are censoring posts left and right. They don't want people talking about it. They don't want people discussing the findings therein because they are so damning, just as damaging as you can possibly imagine. Now, if you go to the website, you guys, it's only $29.99. You can buy either the digital copy or you can buy a DVD. 
Please, if you purchase it, do not put it online. Don't go posting it on Rumble. Rumble is taking accounts down. They are deleting people for DMCA copyright strikes. I'm certain that's because Dinesh D'Souza and True the Vote want to get their money back from the investigation. Uh, We're talking about probably millions of dollars in money and hundreds of thousands of man hours that were put into this. Uh, This is by no small stretch of the imagination, the largest single investigation into election fraud in the history of our country. The 2020 election was a nightmare, you guys, and we all know that it was stolen. Everybody can look at what happened on election night. You have uh, every single piece of evidence that we've been examining over the course of the last two years, and we know in our hearts But not everybody is convinced. This film, I believe, is going to be what it takes for most people, if not all, to truly be convinced that our election system is broken. And certainly that Donald Trump won the election of 2020 handily. Joe Biden, the DNC and their ballot trafficking mule cartel is what handed Joe Biden the election in November of 2020. And we have to put the information out there and make sure that everybody truly understands just how corrupt our system is. The really important aspect of this investigation is that none of it is conjecture. They use hardcore evidence, geofencing and geotracking evidence used from people's cell phones. It can tell you exactly where you've been, where you are at any given moment. It tells the latitude, the longitude, the altitude and the time. So it makes it very simple to pinpoint a person's movements and their location at any moment. This is the exact same type of data that's used by law enforcement officials on a regular basis. In fact, it looks like it was probably used on people that attended the uh, D.C. rally on January 6th. It makes it look actually like those people were already being tracked before they got to Washington, D.C. So nobody in law enforcement can tell me that this investigation has not pulled up something that is worthy of being investigated. Now, the people who put this together, True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht, Dinesh D'Souza, obviously producing the film, but Catherine worked with a man named Greg Phillips. Now, Greg Phillips has 40 or more years experience investigating elections, so this guy knows what he's doing and he knows how to put the evidence together. The geo-tracking data is coming from publicly available data that is bought and sold every single day by marketing companies. It doesn't matter what kind of phone you have, whether it's uh, Android or iPhone, you've got probably 300,000 different mobile applications that are tracking your movements and your data so that they can pinpoint what your interests are, where you're going in the world, so they can serve you up the best possible advertisements. That makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But the fact that the evidence is there that you can purchase it and we can apply it to an investigation like this, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Now, the team at True the Vote only looked at evidence and geotracking data from very specific places throughout the United States, those being the states where essentially the election was decided. So we have geotracking data that's from October 1st, 2020 until after the election and in certain places through January 6th. What they did was try to identify the most likely places where ballot trafficking would have taken place. So using this geofenced information, they identified 309 drop boxes. They set up this target area around them, and then they tried to see exactly who was visiting these locations. But it wasn't just people that were visiting the drop boxes. 
They also had to be visiting nonprofit organizations that were set up with uh, voter, I guess, integrity in mind, if you want to put it very kindly. But these are 501c3 Democrat essential run operations that were organized specifically to get as many votes out as possible, uh, to get as many people registered as possible. And you know what the Democrats say, make every vote count. And it doesn't matter if it's illegal or not. But the amount of data that True the Vote has is practically staggering. We're talking 10 trillion signals over a petabyte of data. So that is terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of data. And in order to be included in this uh, group of mules that they identified, those 2,000 mules from the title, there must have been at least 10 or more unique visits to drop boxes on their list, as well as five or more visits to these Democrat-run nonprofit organizations. They want to make sure that they only scoop up mules in this data set. So they don't want any false positives. Uh, And based upon that threshold of 10 and 5 that they included, that means that there's probably a lot more mules out there than these 2,000 that they initially identified. If we take a look at Atlanta, for example... We have 242 mules that were identified. Now, each of those mules visited an average of 24 drop boxes and eight individual organizations over a two-week period. That is a lot of traffic, a lot of coming and going from a variety of these different drop boxes. Now, what's really interesting is that they wanted to see if they could identify what types of people these were that were actually visiting these drop boxes. They want to make sure they don't have somebody with just a large extended family. So using this geo-tracking data, which tells you exactly who owns the telephone that is being tracked, they were able to identify many of these people, three dozen of these mules, as also being attendees at some of these BLM and Antifa riots that took place at uh, in the Atlanta area. Now, so that gives us an idea that these people are probably of the left-leaning criminal type. And we know that all of these organizations that they were visiting were left-wing as well. The other important aspect of this is to ensure that you're not getting people that are just driving around town. Maybe they're a delivery driver or they're driving to work and then they're driving home and they're not just passing by these drop boxes. Well, it turns out that the travel to these drop boxes is extremely intentional. It's not like it's just sitting on the side of a highway and somebody's going to drive past it 24 times in a two-week period. These are people who are driving from one of these left-wing 501c3 organizations and then on to a Dropbox. And then after that, they drive to another Dropbox and then another and another and another. And it goes on and on and on like that. You can see the pattern of behavior with every single one of these people who are identified as mules. Now, which areas were specifically looked at? Well, I already told you Georgia, but we also have Arizona, the Phoenix area. We also have Milwaukee. Obviously, Milwaukee was a point of huge contention. We have Michigan, of course, and then Philadelphia. Now, in Philadelphia alone, we had 50,000 different box visits. And that was by 1,100 or more mules. Now, although the numbers differ from place to place, it's quite obvious that each of these mules was on a mission. If we look at uh, Arizona, we're talking about uh, around 10,000 votes that were trafficked in Arizona alone. In Milwaukee, we have around 100 mules, and each of those mules visited an average of 28 drop boxes. In Michigan, we have over 500 mules that were identified, all basically in the Detroit area, and each of them visited an average of 100 drop boxes apiece. If we go to Philadelphia in Pennsylvania, it is even more staggering, over 1,100 
500 mules, each of them visiting an average of 50 drop boxes apiece. And we even can show interstate travel. So people driving from across the bridge in New Jersey over to Philadelphia just to visit these drop boxes and drop off these traffic ballots. Now, as an example, I want to show you guys a real world instance of how this information could be used to solve a crime. And it was actually solved by the people at True the Vote. Do you remember that little girl who was shot in the drive through at a Wendy's? It was in the middle of a BLM Antifa riot. It was uh, some type of a drive by or there was an argument amongst some of the protesters. And this little girl just got caught in the crossfire. So using this geofencing ability. They looked to see who was in the direct vicinity of this little girl getting shot, and they were able to identify two very likely targets. Now, this information was passed off to the FBI, and after receiving it, the FBI actually made arrests, again, using the data as provided by True the Vote. So we can show that this is a real-world investigative technique, and the work that True the Vote is doing is simply phenomenal. Now, on top of this 10 trillion signals they were able to get from this uh, geo-tracking data, they also have 4 million minutes of official surveillance video showing these mules going to these drop boxes, shoving many, many ballots inside, some of them wearing gloves so that their fingerprints don't show up, many of them taking pictures at the time that they're dropping the ballots in there, most likely so that they can prove to their masters at these nonprofit organizations that they were actually dropping this stuff off. As an example, in one drop box in Gwinnett County, 1,962 ballots were dropped off in a 10-hour period. That is over 10 times the normal rate of ballot drops at that particular drop box. And when they examine the video, there are only 271 people who visited that drop box during that time. So that means those nearly 2,000 ballots came from only 271 people. Nobody has a family that large. So let's break it down by state. In Georgia, we know that the decision was made by 12,000 votes. Biden got that dump in the middle of the night. We have 5,000 visits from mules in Georgia alone. And it's pretty clear to me that that very likely could have decided the election. So let's break it down by the numbers. If we're talking about 2,000 mules here in these five different states, an average of 38 boxes visited per mule, five ballots dropped off per visit, that's 380,000 illegal votes. So in Michigan, we had the 500 mules with an average of 50 visits per box, five ballots per drop off. That's 125,000 illegal votes. Now, Joe Biden technically won in Michigan by 154,000 votes. So nothing changes in Michigan. In Wisconsin, we have 100 mules, 28 boxes per mules, five ballots per drop off. That's 14,000 votes. Biden's margin in Wisconsin was 20,000 votes. So, again, nothing changes. But when we get to Georgia, we have 250 mules, an average of 24 boxes visited per mule, five ballots apiece. That is 30,000 votes. And that is 18,000 votes more than what Joe Biden supposedly won by on November 4th of 2020. If we go to Arizona, we've got 200 mules, 20 average visits per mule, five ballots apiece. That's 20,000 votes. And that is double what Joe Biden's margin of victory was in Arizona and Philly. This is the big one. Eleven hundred mules, 50 visits per mule, five ballots per visit, two hundred and seventy five thousand illegal votes. Joe Biden only won by 80,000 votes. We're talking nearly two hundred thousand illegally trafficked ballots. So based upon those numbers, 
Trump won by 279 electoral votes. Biden is down to 259 if we're going on those thresholds there. However, if we lower that threshold from the 10 boxes per mule to five or more boxes per mule, the number of mules increases to 54,000. This operation was clearly much larger than this initial 2,000 mule count that they're giving us to safely examine. So if we drop it to the five or more visits per mule, now we drop it to three ballots per visit and we come up with 810,000 illegally trafficked ballots in Wisconsin, almost 84,000 ballots in Georgia, almost 93,000 ballots in Pennsylvania. 209,000 ballots in Michigan, 226,000 ballots, and in Arizona, 207,000 ballots. Now, based upon these numbers and the likelihood that these ballots are for Joe Biden and not Donald Trump because they're in heavily Democrat areas, President Trump won by 305 electoral college votes to Joe Biden's 233. This information is as solid as it comes. Everything presented in the 2000 Mules documentary can be legally entered into evidence in a court of law. And it's up to the law enforcement divisions of each of these various areas to start looking into it. However, it's now also going to be up to you guys, because the really great thing is that True the Vote is going to release all of the data that they have. It's going to be something that you can actually work on yourself in your own research groups, and you can start putting things together and you can figure out even more data about what exactly was happening in the 2020 election. But even more than that, they are also going to be releasing the addresses of every single one of these ballot trafficking stash houses. Now, some of them may be homes. They may be businesses. They're undoubtedly going to also include these 501c3 organizations. But people like Stacey Abrams ought to be extremely, extremely worried about what's going to happen. Because if somebody in law enforcement chooses to do the right thing, actually investigate this, then it's undoubtedly going to lead to people very high up in the Democrat Party and to all of these organizations that injected millions of dollars into the system in the 2020 election. And every single one of them did it with the express desire to ensure that Donald Trump would not remain president. I mean, just take a look at this article from Time magazine. We've all read it. The secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. They weren't trying to save the 2020 election. They were trying to ensure the outcome of the 2020 election. And one of the main ways that they did that was through the trafficking of ballots. And it was organized through high level people in the DNC and these 501c3s that were doling money out everywhere to put these ballot drop boxes, these essential factories for election fraud on the corner of every single street that they could possibly get them on. They paid people to pick up these ballots. They paid people to deliver them. They paid people to harvest absentee ballot forms. They paid people to fill them out for them. This is only the beginning of the various ways that they stole the 2020 election. But in my opinion, the information put forward by True the Vote and Dinesh D'Souza is the most important because it is the one that we can easily prove if taken to court. I want to suggest once more that everybody purchase 2,000 mules, watch it yourself, and tell everyone you can about what is inside that documentary. Because if you watch it, 
There's no way you can look the other way. Unless, of course, you're truly compromised. But at this point, I really do believe that many, many people, if not most people in the United States, have come around to our way of thinking because they've now seen what happens when you allow something like this to take place and somebody like Joe Biden ends up in Washington, D.C. All right, my friends, that's all I've got for you today. I'm going to say it one more time. 2000 Mules is the most important film of the 21st century. The evidence contained inside this documentary could not be more explosive in proving the fraud that was the 2020 election. And it is only one example of the many different types of fraud that were at play in November 2020 in the weeks leading up to it and, of course, the weeks after. This also spills over into the oh, the runoff election in Georgia as well. So there is a lot riding on this. Tell everyone you know, buy this movie, watch it, share it with your family, get together, host watch parties, and keep an eye out for that data to be released by True the Vote because I think that that's going to really blow this wide open. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and this was another edition of Red Pill News. Good luck, everyone, and God bless.